We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. What's good, my friends? This is the most interactive sports talk show anywhere. It's Offsides, Mark Ryan and Diesel, and we are... The fan upstate rolling on until 7 o'clock p.m. today. You guys have a lot of choices out there. I truly do appreciate you making us part of your day each and every day. If you are just joining us, um, a Gators Reddit account has pieced together a puzzle today that potentially links South Carolina to the Michigan sign-stealing scandal. Uh, For the first time... All of last season, South Carolina wore wristbands with signals for the Tennessee game. Okay? What happened before that game? Michigan scouted Tennessee playing Kentucky. All right? Now there is a report from Football Scoop that Michigan may have provided sign information to opponents of college football playoff contenders. Well... Who played two college football playoff contenders in the month of November? None other than South Carolina. So you got Michigan scouting Tennessee, stealing their signals against Kentucky. Then you got South Carolina suddenly has wristbands on with signals on them against Tennessee. Then you have South Carolina beating Tennessee as a 23-point underdog and beating Clemson, what was it, a 14-point underdog? Last year? And then you have as the backdrop of this that Shane Beamer has already done something like this. He he was fined $25,000 as an assistant coach for accepting leaked game plan information when he was a coach at Virginia Tech on Wake Forest. A former Wake Forest assistant coach who had an axe to grind against his school uh, gave Beamer that information, and Beamer took it. He took it. Okay, do I know that South Carolina is guilty here? No. Do I think they could be? Do I think it's out of the realm of possibility? I think it's within the realm of possibility that they did something. Okay, do I know? No. Do I know they're innocent? No. Do I know they're guilty? No. But it sure is juicy, isn't it? It sure is juicy. And where there is juice, you will find offsides because Diesel and I are fresh squeezed. Bema the schema. Oh, he's already got the drop. Look at that. Beamer, the schemer. That's fast work, my friends. That's fast work. Boom, out of here. What do you suggest we, uh, what do you guys say about us hearing from you? And what you guys have to say on the madworldattractions.com text line. 
You know, Diesel, at this point, too, like if Beamer comes out and says, this is ridiculous, this is insane, um, if he was to lie, that's what he would say, right? Sure. If he was to tell the truth, that's what he would say, okay? Have I found Shane Beamer to be an upstanding person since he's been at South Carolina? I can't say that I have, okay? Do I have some skepticism about the operation over there? I do. I do. Okay, and that's that's being as diplomatic as I can possibly be. All right, let's roll through some text messages from you guys and see what you are saying. Uh, texter says Victor Wimbanyama. Uh, let's see here. Okay, uh, we know who Wemby is. San Antonio Spurs first round overall number one pick. Yeah, it's known. Well done. Texter says, yes, sir, on Wembignana. 7-5, 15 points. He had one block last night and five rebounds. True sports fan here. So says Michael. Good job, Michael. Uh, Brandon Burnett is taking Wyoming plus five at Boise State for his upset pick of the week. Brandon Burnett says, I'm a Gamecock fan. And this is kind of suspicious. Um Brandon Burnett agrees with Diesel that if it was proven to be true, he deserves a firing. Why are you guys talking about this, some might say? This is sports talk radio. This is what you guys are talking about. What do you think sports talk radio does? Like, we we, we talk about things that are going on. What would you say we you do, do here? here. <laughs> uh, I care about sign stealing as much as I do about Taylor Swift and Kelsey. None. There's more blatant cheating and tampering in the portal right now, a texter says. There are no ethics in college football if you want to win. Uh, Diesel, this ties into something Chris Phillips says, and I don't know, man. i got to figure out how I want to tackle this with him tomorrow. I'm going to be on his show tomorrow morning. He said, uh, so just hearing that South Carolina cheated, I'm paraphrasing, against uh, Tennessee last year, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. Like how do you how do you address that? Well, it's Joe Montana who said, "If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying." And these guys are trying really hard. Um, yeah, I, I can't I can't get down with that mindset. I can't I can't respect the person who has that that mentality. It, cheating is cheating, regardless of what it is. Whether you're cheating at checkers or cheating on your wife, cheating is cheating. And there was a line, Mark. I, I brought it up a couple months back after I saw the movie. Saw the new John Wick movie, John Wick Chapter 4. Not a great movie. I mean, it's just over the top, overblown. But the villain said something. He said, how you do anything is how you do everything. If you're willing to cheat at the little things, you're willing to cheat at everything. And that makes you a cheater. Mm -hmm. It makes you a dishonest person. Very well said. Uh, Texter says, we need more context. I'm from Ohio and live in South Carolina. There's a lot of your kind down here. Uh, and I need more context if how many schools of how many schools are doing this. Um, I want Michigan to burn to hell. Uh, but as an Ohio State fan, I need to know how many more are doing this. Well, you go by who you have evidence on. We have evidence on Michigan, right? You can't say everyone else is doing it and then not offer the evidence of the other people doing that thing. Okay? The Houston Astros weren't the only team cheating in Major League Baseball, but they wore the L fort, right? There's a reason why. Uh, have you noticed, Mark, whenever you see two players getting chippy in a game, it's never the person who throws the first punch who gets caught. It's the second guy. The second guy always yep. gets caught for yep. throwing the punch. 
guess what? They, they don't go back and they don't review to see if the other guy threw a punch, too. They should. They, they absolutely should. But they don't. All they care about is who they see doing it. Texter says, I don't believe in cheating and I don't believe in tampering and bribing players to transfer either, so I choose to just accept that college football is ethically broken and enjoy the actual game because away from the field, it's a dumpster fire. It's semi-pro football with 18-year-olds getting paid to play. Recipe for disaster, so who's surprised by sign stealing? Nobody. Texter, I'm going to give you an offsides text of the day nominee. Okay, Uh, even though that wasn't like the the punchline funny joke that wins a lot of these, that was so well said, right? And I think you're 100% on point. It's a damn shame what's happened, isn't it? Uh, Let's see here. Texter says, Kansas plus nine over Oklahoma comes from the leprechaun of Lyman. Good call, leprechaun. I considered that one. But good news for you because I've been so bad I didn't pick it. Uh, Let's see here. Are you opining the idea that Carolina got signs from Michigan, or do you actually believe it? I'm saying it's been floated that Michigan provided signs to opponents of college football playoff contenders last year. Then we have the evidence that South Carolina wore wristbands with play calls for the first time against Tennessee and beat Tennessee and beat Clemson as 23- and 14-point underdogs. That's what's called circumstantial evidence. Mark, South Carolina fan, uh, I'll be objective. This is what you want. South Carolina, this is him saying this. This is what you want. South Carolina sucks now. <laughs> this sounds like a sob story. Uh, and historically, they can never be good. All South Carolina fans are at best losers and should probably, I can't say that. Oh, that's, that's what you want. Texter. That's what you want. Uh, so there. Mark, you're not getting credit for piecing it together, but you're sure reporting it with glee. What do you mean with glee? Like, what, what, like again, if you don't think I would share this about Clemson if the information was exactly the same, you don't know me. You don't know me. The glee is that it's a compelling story, Texter. That's why this is so fun to talk about. It's compelling. It's interesting. It's entertaining. If you don't believe that at the proverbial SEC water cooler – that fans of all the teams in the league aren't standing around talking about this, you're absolutely wrong. So you want us – what you're saying is you want us to ignore the the hottest story of the day because it might not be true when we've clearly and repeatedly stated that there is no hard evidence of this. It is purely circumstantial. But what, we, what did you say? But it's not nothing. It's not nothing. It's circumstantial evidence, but it's not nothing. We haven't reported that this is a fact. We haven't reported that this has happened. It's just entertaining to talk about. It's compelling. Thank you, Mongo, for throwing that word out there. It is compelling. And, guys, the evidence that we would talk about this if it happened to Clemson is when I first moved here, the Clemson-Osterine stuff was out. You can find Osterine in anything. And I said, uh, yeah, I said, well, wait a minute, man. You know, you can find it anywhere. And I said, okay. And I challenge you guys. I said, if you can find me the product in the grocery store that has Osterine in it, you can host the rest of the show with me. Bring it in. Okay, I want to see Osterine on the on the ingredients list. Please do. Right? And, again, we weren't alleging cheating by Clemson. I think the most likely cause of trace amounts of Osterine in players' tests were that there were trace amount of Osterine in supplements that Clemson purchased as part of their supplement program Unknowingly, that's what I think was most likely. Okay, 
But it doesn't mean that, you know, Clemson ultimately is responsible for what it puts in the bodies of its players, right? So if a product is tainted, that does fall on Clemson. Guys, you know, like, everybody always wants to say, you hate this and you hate that. If you don't think I would say this, if it's about Florida, if it's about Clemson, you just don't know me. You just don't know me. Mark, U of SC is so bad that my Tiggers should be able to beat them well, what, with them telling them what they're going to do. Texter, it's a good point, and it's funny, except for the fact that a play-like play-action pass works because the defense doesn't know what's coming. If you know that the quarterback isn't really going to hand the ball off to the running back, you're going to send a blitz right at him. Uh, let's see here. So y'all are catching John Edwards' wrath now. He's had me blocked on YouTube for over six now, six months now. He's such a crybaby. Mark, you're not getting credit for piecing it together, but you sure are reporting it with glee. I'm not going to throw shade at y'all as a Gamecock fan. Something fishy is going on somewhere. Uh, let's see here. Texter says, tons of sports personalities on social media are running with this story. Not clickbait. It's not clickbait if it's the top, top, it's the hot topic of discussion. Texter says, Mark, your Astros, my Astros, since what are they my Astros? My Astros got caught stealing signs a few years ago when they won the World Series. So what? Does that mean they didn't win the World Series? Read my lips, Texter. Yes, it means I don't give them credit for winning the World Series. Correct. That means I don't give them credit for winning the World Series. Absolutely. We've seen them in the win column. South Carolina won those two games. We've all seen it. But I get their implication that they can't win without cheating. It's what you do. Seemingly, it's South Carolina constantly. Uh, it's, it's, we're the victims. We're the victims. We have done nothing wrong. You guys are just coming after the innocent. That's what you do, Mark Ryan. Rodney Mintz says Florida plus 14 and a half over Georgia. That's coming a lot. Thanks for the pick, Rodney. Rodney, why do you feel that way? Ralph. Get your ass back to Jersey, crazy Ralph. Gamecock fans don't need you around anyhow. Our fans suck. That's That was Ralph's message back to you, sir. Uh, Texter says, as a Carolina fan, I don't think the likelihood is high that they got the signs from Michigan. But uh, if I'm being honest, if I am being completely and totally honest, see, this is the kind of fan that I really respect. This sounds like an objective post here, okay? If I'm being totally honest, Nobody can argue with certainty that they, that they definitely didn't. There's not really anything anyone can say to argue the idea that it could have happened. In order for me to start considering it, uh, let's see here. Uh, Emerson M. takes Colorado plus uh, 17 over UCLA. Gamecock Mike says Diesel and I are idiots. Texter says Fungo is funny. Pongo, Bongo, I can't remember his name. <laughs> and Dexter says, even if South Carolina is stealing signals, they still need talent to win. And this guy says he ain't seen any of that. <laughs> they have not proven that they have any talent to speak of whatsoever. Dan B says, nah, Crazy Ralph can stay. Comedy always works. Mongo says, uh, do a bodily function on Ralph. Spur Daddy says Crazy Ralph is a national treasure. Oh, this I agree. guy drives me crazy. <laughs> you know, that was such genuine and authentic <laughs> rage and anger. Can you play that one one more time, Diesel? This guy drives me crazy. He is so upset in that moment. That's just, I like, I love the authenticity of our platform, folks. I just love it. 
All right, my friends. Did you happen to witness the debut of the most recent sports alien last night? If not, we'll recap it for you next right here on the most interactive sports talk show anywhere. It's Offsides, Mark Ryan and Diesel, and we are the fan upstate. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Oh, things are going well in Gamecock land. My most recent mention from Lucas Cornwell Diesel says, why does this jackass have a job? All he does is write negative about South Carolina, go cover Florida or something. That's actually pretty tame compared to uh, what I've gotten. But you know what the beautiful thing is? I've gotten so much of that since I've been here. Uh, it is literally water off a duck's back right now. Like when that started when I first moved here, admittedly, I wasn't used to that. I've been me everywhere. And like once every couple of years or something, a, a bunch of fans would get mad at me. Here it's a couple times every week. And it's just happened so often that it really doesn't affect me anymore. You know what I think when I get a text like that from Lucas Cornwell? Why does this jackass Mark Ryan have a job? I say, looks like I'm making a friend. Looks like I'm making a friend. This is good. Warms the cockles of my heart. Uh, it's it's a beautiful thing, isn't it? An absolutely, positively beautiful thing. By the way, uh, Clemson, NC State on Saturday. South Carolina, Texas A&M on Saturday. Diesel, it struck me that I have not encountered a single Gamecock fan that believes they're going <laughs> that believes they're going to beat Texas A&M, and it's not like A&M is some world beater. A&M has the same record Clemson does. Is Clemson a world beater? Right? So, you know. But they got Bobby Petrino. Oh, yeah. He's going to fix everything. Yeah, right. We got this guy not sure. Yeah. And he's going to fix everything. Yeah, look, uh, Texas A&M is one of the top defensive lines in the country at uh, sacking the quarterback. What do you think? Where do you think South Carolina is offensively? One of the worst. Right? South Carolina. Texas A&M. Top five in the nation in sacks defensively. 
South Carolina, bottom five in America in sacks allowed on the offensive side of the ball. That's got to be, you know, just it's got to be this. We, we say this like a broken record each and every week. But, guys, you know, we do this upset pick contest, and we invite you, if you haven't done so already, to get your upset picks in for the week. All you got to do, text us, open your phone, uh, go to the text screen, type in the number 71307, hit enter, okay? After you hit enter, uh, write the word FAN, F-A-N, then give us your name, your game, and the point spread of that game. If you correctly call the upset, you'll get the number of points that your team was the underdog. And the Gamecocks are roughly a two-touchdown underdog against a 4-3 and three team on the road with a backup quarterback going against Spencer Rattler. And I kid you not, Diesel, I kid you not, I have not seen a single Gamecock pick in this game. You know, how many Gamecock listeners do we have? Thousands? Not a single person, not a single Gamecock fan has had any sort of confidence whatsoever in their team to stick their neck out and make a play, uh, which is very, very telling. I'm not calling you guys out. What you would say to me is, Mark, we, we don't want to lose, right? Like, we're not, we're not interested in losing here. <laughs> but it's just amazing that, like, it's like all hope for the season left the last two weeks against Florida or Missouri. And Clemson fans, don't feel like you're getting off scot-free either. You know, I can't tell you, and this is, again, it ties into that thing we posted the other day, Diesel, that went viral, the difference between Clemson and South Carolina fans in a minute. I can't tell you how many Clemson fans have messaged me the last 24 hours and said, Mark, if North Carolina State beats us, that's not an upset. I had somebody today tell me, look, if neither team is in the top 25, how can you call it an upset at all? Right? No such thing. Right. I mean, therefore, if Marshall beat Clemson, it's not an upset. No, Neither one is in the top 25. But, you know, I've had Clemson fans say to me that the easiest bet of the week is taking North Carolina State and 10 points over them. That's the easiest bet of the week, right? Like, you're on the road, NC State, rivalry between the coaches, Dabo Sweeney, um, Dave Doran, rivalry between those two. They don't like each other, but it's at NC State. Clemson isn't going well right now. They Folks have told me NC State plus 10 from Clemson fans is the best bet of the week, right? Again, I'll go back to the same point. I'm, I'm learning about some of the differences between the fan bases this year. Clemson fans lose. They say they take accountability for it. They say, man, we suck take NC State next week. They're almost cracking jokes about it. You know, I shared the other day, Diesel, that uh, Cade Klubnick plays quarterback like he's Kramer from Seinfeld, um, you know, busting through the door. Who wants to have some fun? Yeah. I mean, he, that's how he plays quarterback. It's like his hair <laughs> is on fire. He's a little bit spastic, a little bit out of control, right? They, they laugh at that. They think it's great. Uh, we posted the tweet, the text from you guys the other day. Uh, that um, if North Carolina State and Clemson is a bad game, the CW is going to flip off of it to a Flex Seal infomercial. Okay? So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Mongo's coming out with it right now. Mongo says Texas A&M is getting shocked. They're getting shocked. (laughs) 
Well, Mongo, unfortunately, I think you're going to need to shock them, literally, in order to have any chance of winning this game, like an electric shock. I think that's the only, that's the only chance it happens. Well, I mean, we do know that Michigan isn't scouting Texas A&M because they're not a playoff contender. That's right. You don't so, have to worry about that. Yeah. don't have to worry about that at all. All right, my friends. Up next on the show, we flip the script to the Carolina Panthers conversation. Might they actually finish 0-17? Oy, caramba. That is next, and this is the most interactive sports talk show anywhere. It's Offsides, Mark Ryan and Diesel, and we are the Fan Upstate. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. It's offsides. Mark Ryan and Diesel, we are the Fan Upstate rolling on until 7 o'clock p.m. today. Wonderful to have you guys with us. Joining us right now, owns, runs, and operates a great Carolina Panthers page. Social media account, invite you to follow. If you want great opinions on the Carolina Panthers, and if you want to feel like you're watching the Carolina Panthers with friends, uh, follow our guy, Panthers Culture, on Twitter. Uh, J.J. Hardy runs that operation, and he joins us right now on the show. Uh, J.J., I figured let's open with the positive today. What are the what are the odds Carolina doesn't win a game this year? Very low. Okay. Very low. We're gonna win. We're gonna win multiple games this year. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, that's 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 a very very succinct answer. So, um, what I'm seeing, JJ, and the reason for my jokes and concern are that I'm not seeing them competitive at all. I'm not seeing them be competitive at all. Um, so, can you point to a couple of tweaks that could ha- at least help the Carolina Panthers be in some of these games? I think health is the first. Thing, right you know and that's not a tweak as much as it is it is just healing up and so we saw that Austin Corbett is coming back and that's a big boost to the offensive line um, our interior offensive line has given up so many quarterback pressures all year and to get Austin Corbett back you know as one of the the veterans you know to that group and one of the leaders as we saw last last year I think it's going to be so good you know for the continuity of the line, you know, just for the stability of the line and hoping, hoping that he can come back and be healthy. But So that's number one, health with Austin Corbett. Um, Xavier Wood, who has been out for most of the season, he comes back this week, I believe. Um, it might take those guys some time to get acclimated and get back up to game shape, but I think having guys back, and then you got people like J.C. Horn, who's been out. He Hopefully he comes back at some point. Um, so health is going to be a big factor into doing that. And then the other tweak is just, you know, we got a new offensive uh, play caller, you know, Thomas Brown finally stepping into that role. So we talked about that last week. I think now he's going to get an opportunity to come in and show us what he's about. I think those wrinkles to the offense and, you know, it's going to help Bryce and it's going to help some of the receivers. And, and so, yeah, I think not big tweaks, but health and just 
the play calling changing, I think it's going to be um, why we're going to win a couple of games. He is J.J. Hardy. He's the host of the Panthers Culture Podcast. Frank Reich was asked in his availability yesterday about C.J. Stroud's success through his first six games and if that gave him any pause or regret for the team's decision to go with Bryce Young number one. Now, we know, J.J., that Bryce isn't a quarterback in the mold of Frank himself or other quarterbacks that he's coached in the NFL. So what do you think it is that he still sees at this point that that tells him this is the right guy? Bryce's approach, right, his overall approach to to the position, you know, just the way that he is, um, the way that he handles adversity, I think whatever resolve that they've seen in Bryce in the last seven weeks has shown them, like, you know what, you know, this is a guy that won't crumble. You know, he, he won't let some adversity get him down and get him out. You know, he's a guy that can stick with it. And, um, you know, so I think those are the intangible things. I think, you know, there's some things that have gone on, um, you know, to demonstrate Bryce's leadership, you know, in the locker room, on the sideline, you know, things they may have had questions about, you know, if he could do at this level. And I think he's showing the intangible stuff that Frank appreciates. I think the the actual performance stuff is showing too. I think if you look at Bryce's last start, you know, there was some, some throws that Bryce made that, that a lot of film guys around the NFL, a lot of guys on social media who likes to break down film, you know, they you can see them really excited about Bryce's growth and, you know, the way that he throws with anticipation, um, accuracy. You know, I think there's some flashes that they're beginning to see. And so I think, you know, with those things, you know, both showing, you know, his leadership, his intangibles, the, the actual performance on the field, I think they realize, like, if we can do the things necessary, you know, to help him, get him some more speed on the outside, give him better protection, you know, he is that guy that they thought he could be. J.J. Hardy, Panthers culture, joining us here on Offsides. Mark Ryan and Diesel, we are the fan upstate. J.J., what would your perfect Carolina Panthers trade be? What would the Panthers be getting and giving up? Uh, That's tough because – I need to see an outgoing trade and I need to see an incoming trade, right? So the perfect trade for me to to get a better assessment of Bryce Young would be to trade for a wide receiver, as we've discussed in the past. A perfect trade to me, although this guy isn't popular around Carolina nowadays, is, is still a Jerry Judy type, a guy that can really run Chris routes and, you know, get separation for us to be able to at least get a feel for, like, is, is this the thing that Bryce really needs that's going to, like, submit him as a franchise guy just to give him a, a, more speed and more separation on the outside? So if I could give up a day two pick to get a guy like Jerry Judy, that would be an ideal trade for me on the offensive side of football. When it comes to preparing for the future, Right now, it's about assessing Bryce right now and not about winning right now, but just preparing for the future. I won't say this is an ideal trade because you never want to give up guaranteed talent like, you know, in a guy like Brian Burns. But I would heavily consider a, a Brian Burns trade if it garnered 
multiple picks, especially something that included a first-round pick, um, something that allowed us to pick in the first round of the 2024 draft. I mean, we talk about it all the time where we've talked about it since we've been bad, right? You know, we're OS it. Um, we're going down to the second half of the season here soon, and we don't know how we're going to end up. But I know being 0-6 and, and looking at the next year's draft without a first-round pick feels really, really bad right now. So I would like to be able to get one of those first-round picks back and, and use that to help build this roster that we sorely need help you know, with building uh, for next year. So that's, that's what I would do. Um, first, we'd be able to get some help for Bryce right now so we can see what he looks like with real help around him. And then second, um, acquire some draft equity for next year. So, you know, we had the report from a year ago, J.J., that there were two first-round draft picks on the table for Brian Burns from the Los Angeles Rams. They don't give a rip about the draft. They they mortgage the future left and right. Um, but, but this question for you is about Burns himself. You know, pro football focus grades are what they are. Brian mm-hmm. Burns' pro football focus grade last year was a 68 which yeah. is a shockingly average grade. Usually 70s is good, 80s is very, very good, right? 68 is a shockingly average grade. Does your willingness to part with Brian Burns play into that a little bit, J.J.? And, and is he, you know, c- kind of um, a surprisingly not well-rounded player? You know, is he a, a pass-rushing demon that has holes elsewhere in his game? It's hard to say because Brian Burns, you know, we've seen him grow. We've seen him grow as a player. You know, he's you know he's going into each off season with something to work on. He seemingly comes back the next season, you know, with that added to his bag. You know, whether it's physical, like adding bulk, you know, adding muscle, um, you know, adding more weight so he can be more strong at the point of attack. You know, I've I've seen him do that. You know, adding power to his speed. You know, so. I've I've seen that growth over the last two seasons where he's becoming more of a speed, the power rusher. And in my opinion, I think those are the, the elite pass rushers um, of the modern NFL, guys who can beat you both with elite speed. And, and, and if the speed can't beat you, they can bull rush you, and they can use multiple things to get to the quarterback. And um, so Brian, Brian Burns has shown flashes of being that type of guy. I don't think he's a true power rusher by any means, but he, he has that that ability and he has the frame and all that stuff to, to be that. But it doesn't show up all the time. And I can't I can't put my finger on why it doesn't. I think Brian Burns is somewhat a victim of situation in some regards being that and it won't it don't apply to every elite pass rusher, but just stick with me here. Brian Burns has never been on a winning team his whole entire time here in Carolina. He's never been part of a franchise or a team that has great or consistent quarterback play that allows Carolina to play with the lead. So I think situationally he, he he's kind of been behind the behind the eight ball a little bit, you know, and not been able to be unleashed because we're not in obvious passing downs enough right, to show that he can close out games consistently because we never we, we rarely ever protect in the lead late, right? You know, to you know, where other teams are trying to pass the ball a lot to come back on us. It's always us 
you know, trying to come back on them and, and teams are often staying and and run, you know, schemes and run downs, you know, late in games to, to kind of just salt us away. So I I think it's is a little bit of everything. I think he could get better. I think he could be better than he is because some guys on bad teams still dominate like Matt Crosby. He's on the bad team and he still dominates. Brian Burns isn't on that level. Uh, I think the PFF score for him, I think, is pretty accurate. Um, and I and I hate that because because I think he could be so much better. I think situation could make him look look a little bit better in terms of sack numbers and stuff like that. But but I, I do think you know he he struggles you know in some areas when it comes to needing to be a little bit more powerful at the point of attack and and so um, so yeah it is what it is man you know when you when you're very good on a bad team. You know, people, I think, sometimes inflate your value. And I think sometimes the people around you can inflate your value when it's time to negotiate. And I don't like talking negative about Brian Burns because he has been a, he's been a good player. He's been a, a consummate professional uh, for the Carolina Panthers. But I think his the way the league sees him, I think, is pretty consistent. I think the way that PFF evaluates him, I think, is pretty accurate. I don't think he's on that very good to elite level when it comes to being graded out just because of some of the things that, that they haven't seen him do consistently. Yeah, JJ, my eyes kind of bugged out of my head here. As I'm looking at uh, team stats comparing the Texans and the Panthers side by side, they're not significantly different football teams. I mean, uh, the Texans are about 40 yards better per game on offense, and they're only four yards better than them on defense. So in your mind – does Sunday's game, the only explanation for this is turnovers, does Sunday's game almost come down exclusively to who protects the football? It feels like a game, you know, where that could be the situation. I've, I've watched the Texans play. You know, I, I, I live here in, you know, in the in the Atlanta area where they came on TV when they played the Falcons. And I, I was intently watching them that day just to see what they actually looked like. Um, because of all the hype around C.J. Stroud and Danico Ryan's as a coach, and um, they don't look all that great, you know, but they can make you pay, you know, offensively. That's something that the Panthers we haven't done that yet. So I think it's a a situation where, yeah, if we turn the ball over a couple times, I think they have a penchant for being able to to capitalize on mistakes, whereas we don't have the you know the ability to make a mistake and then overcome it. And so, yeah, I think we definitely have to protect the football. Uh, I, I think we definitely have to, to make sure that we can get at least 24 on the board um, in order to, to be safe with the, you know, to, to leave away with the win on Sunday. Um, and, and, and I, I want to say, that they're a lot better than us, but and I, but like you said, the numbers don't, don't really indicate that. I will say this though: I think the Nico Ryan has done an excellent job as a rookie head coach. Yes, and and I think Bobby Slowick, his offensive coordinator that he brought with him from San Francisco, has created a great game plan and a scheme around his personnel, um, C.J. Stroud and 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 Pierce from the University of Florida and the guys that they have. I think he's really you know, devised a great plan and, 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 and it's a better conceived plan for his personnel than what Carolina has 
um, shown that they've been able to do as a staff. And I think that's the difference between the two teams, right? I think it's just they are more prepared for NFL football on Sundays than the Carolina Panthers have been. And that's honestly tragic considering how much hype we had as you know in the preseason regarding our, our staff built around Frank Wright. So right. I, I hope that Thomas Brown getting involved helps with that. And um, I think Ejira Evero on the defensive side, I think he's just limited, you know, by the amount of people that he has down on the defensive side. So I think he's doing the best that he can, but I think he can, I think he can, he can improve too. So when our staff starts coaching to the level that the Houston Texans are coaching to, I think we'll start seeing similar results. I love the fact that you got the the mention of the alma mater in there, University of Florida from yeah, EJJ. Yeah, so thank you. you, thank you very yeah, much. I appreciate that. I see you. I see you, <laughs> uh, JJ. Ultimately, do you think Carolina Panthers fans, if you look into your crystal ball five, ten years from now, are they going to look back at the Bryce Young trade and smile, or are they going to look back at the trade to get Bryce Young and cry five to ten years from now? As a fan. I can't be objective. We appreciate honesty. We do. We yeah, do. Yeah. I, I hate. I hate people who you know get you know who are fans and you know they they become self made analysts, fanalists, and then all of a sudden everything has to be like so objective. Like that's not me, man. I'm getting old, and so I can't <laughs> wait. You know, for the Bryce experiment to come and go and, and us put our faith in another young quarterback. I ain't got time for that. By that time, hopefully my son is in college and, and trying to do something, you know, to get himself in the NFL. So I, I want to see I want to see Bryce be successful. And I think we're going to look back in five years and say, you know what, it was a struggle out the gate. But when we hit our stride, we really hit it. And, and, and over the last five years, we've done some things in Carolina that's never been done before, like, have consecutive winning season. So JJ, we we love pulling clips from our callers who call into our show and making them drops on our show. If you're okay with it, I would love to make as a fan, I can't be objective, a regular drop on this show. Are you okay with okay. that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yes. I love it. I love it. Um so in other words, there might be reason for concern for uh, Carolina Panthers fans moving forward, uh, reading between the lines. We will see. I hope it's one that uh, we all look back with uh, at with glee. In any case, JJ, we, we love the honesty. We love the content. We love having you on. We love the conversation, man. Thank you so much. Let's get win number one this week, all right? It's coming, baby. It's coming. All right. Have a great one, bud. Uh, JJ Hardy, Panthers culture, right here on Offsides. As a fan... I can't be objective. No, oh, we're going to get mileage out of that one. No truer words have ever been spoken in the four-and-a-half-year history of offsides with Mark Ryan and Diesel. We've got the top five at five and a fun contest for you next right here on Offsides. We are the Fan Upstate. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.